Welcome to the Jolt Episodes. This is a feature of the In Awe Podcast meant to give you energy and a boost to look around your world and exercise a signature strength. Between interviews with incredible women who leave us awe-inspired, I will share stories that will prompt you to look around and see the beauty in your own world. I hope you find yourself awe-inspired. Hello, friends. I am excited for another Jolt episode where I am honored to feature for you leaders who shared their faith and action stories in my latest book, Lead with Faith. I'm so inspired by these leaders who were willing to contribute to the faith framework. Today's contribution comes from the I in Faith, which stands for Intentional, Lead with Intention to Influence and Inspire Others. The inspirational story can be found in the chapter titled Immersing Yourself in Your Full Life. We can thank the incredible Susie Henderson, an elementary principal in Georgia, for this week's inspiration. The year I turned 30 was a transformation for me. I had no idea in 2005 the journey that I was about to begin. What I did know, however, is that something in my life had to change. I had three small children, twin boys who were five and a daughter who was two. I was a coach's wife and a full-time speech-language pathologist at our local elementary school. To say life was chaotic and busy was a gross understatement. I felt out of control and struggled each and every day with the demands of being a wife, mother, and full-time educator. I didn't feel like I was doing any one thing well. It is at that point in my life that I learned the value and absolute necessity of being intentional. I was doing a Bible study on Sunday nights at church, and in it, I learned that I needed to be having quiet time alone with God every morning. This would mean that I would have to be intentional about setting an alarm and getting up before my family. I decided to try it. I mean, it couldn't hurt. August 2005 was when I started having my quiet time. It was a Sunday night, and I was determined to get up the next morning before anyone else in my house. That evening was far from smooth. The kids wouldn't go to bed, and one of them ended up with a nosebleed. I wasn't going to let that stop me. That morning was the first small step toward the light. So here I am, almost 15 years later. I've taken many small steps that have forever changed my path. Intentionally setting my alarm every morning has helped me to prioritize my faith and my spiritual practice so I can immerse myself in my full life. I am now in my second year as an elementary school principal. My kids are 19 and 16. And while there are still times in life that are chaotic, I know with absolute certainty that being intentional and prioritizing my faith above everything else has had the greatest return on investment, not only in my life, but in the lives of my family and those I am blessed to serve at school. Susie's story hits me deeply because her lifeline uh, timeline aligns with mine in similar ways. I, too, was a full-time educator mom and spouse at 30 and began to spin quite far away from center. Though Susie figured it out long before I did the key to centering in her own life, her path also mirrors mine. It took me a lot of heartache, daily pain, and much emotional struggle to be able to slowly reprioritize in my life in a meaningful way. But eventually, I did learn what Susie shares with us here. There will be chaos in our lives, but how we choose to start our days has a great impact on how they move forward. In 2017, I started creating morning space for journaling, eventually adding a devotional, and today in 2020, I cannot believe the power that time in silence with the Holy Spirit has had on my life and those around me, most importantly, my family. Now, I want to encourage those of you who are looking to start a spiritual practice to know that it does not mean that you have to start digging into the Christian Bible right away, but I do believe there is much power there. I know enough that our faith histories and experiences are so wide-ranging that daily practice can be challenging and sometimes it can be grounded in hurts. But I will tell you that there is nothing in this world that can fill holes in our hearts, friends. It takes centering and silence, focus and belief that we can be whole with intention. That much I know to be true. 
For me, my faith connection started tethering back to me through tuning in while I was running. Instead of listening to podcasts, music, audiobooks, I began listening to the trees and the small voice in my heart that I could hear after I tuned everything else out. Eventually, I craved to have uninterrupted time to write those thoughts and messages down. And shortly after, I added Jesus Calling, which means, actually, that remains my favorite devotional. Over time, I've dived into study of the Bible, reading books centered on faith, listening to podcasts, and spending the bulk of my music rotation on worship and praise instead of my old go-tos like Journey, but believe me, they still pop in. I cannot never listen to um, Don't Stop Believing, right? But your faith likely looks very different from mine. In no way do I think you have to believe exactly as I do for your faith to center you. What I do believe is that whatever you believe, when you focus intentionally on that faith at the center of everything else you do, the rest falls into place. When we make space for loving connection with our creator, we can be more loving to our children, our spouse, those we encounter in our workplaces, our neighbors. Lately, I found myself falling in and out of the habit of placing my quiet time later in the day for in order to accommodate schedules, and I never quite feel right all day until I engage. Spending time in faith and focusing there first allows me to bring my best self to every space in my life. And I believe there's no better way to spend intentional time so that we can center each important space in our lives focused in faith. In this section of the book, I also reproduced the framework from my first book, which I co-authored, titled Balance Like a Pirate, Going Beyond Work-Life Balance to Ignite Passion and Thrive as an Educator. Adding faith to the center, I share the framework for focusing on our full lives in the areas of our personal lives, which is our our personal well-being, social, emotional, um, relationships, health, physical. Um, We also have our professional life, which is how we grow and continue to learn and how we network our positional, how we pay the bills, how we work on time management, energy management, task management, and our passions, what lights us up as people. This framework has served me insanely well in the past few years personally and professionally and serves as the basis for much of the work that I do now with organizations to help all sorts of people focus on their full lives with intention. What a blessing. I believe we are all capable of feeling high levels of satisfaction in our lives if we are willing to name what is most important in all these areas and be intentional about our immersion in them. As I hope Susie's story shows us, the first step is to center in faith. As always, I have linked how you can get in contact with Susie, as well as links to both my books if you are ready to focus on all aspects of your full life and live with greater intention. Blessings, friends. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you, listener, checking out this jolt episode. Hey, I want to see what you're seeing in the world. So hop on over to Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you want and pop out a quick sentence or a picture or something that inspired you this week. Let's let's share with one another. Show the community what you're seeing with your eyes to see the beauty in the world. Hashtag in awe to rise.